This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. As babies get older and become toddlers, the possibilities for play begin to open up. Instead of abstract play in short bursts, attention spans and coordination mean longer and more complex play is possible. For families that love to play together, toddlerhood is the perfect time to start playing board games and other more organized games. I'm John O'Reilly, dad of three boys, and today we're talking about tips and ideas for family game night. This is Parent Savers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome everybody to Parent Savers. We're just singing the theme song there. Yes, Is that what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego, Parent Savers is your online on-the-go support group for parents with infants and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Uh, as I said, we're mentioning the we're recording at the Birth Education of San Diego. It happens to be the Miramar Air Show right now, so from time to time, you might hear the sound of freedom overhead. As, <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> yes, I as, those are planes as, interfering as the jets uh, <laughs> screech by. Um, but I uh, want to check. Have you guys subscribed to the Parent Savers newsletter? It's a great way to learn about new episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast through iTunes or Stitcher and have new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. You can listen to our shows through the Parent Savers app, available on Android, iOS, and Windows. And we also have a new network app where you can easily listen to all the new no- new Mommy Media podcasts. Easy for me to say. Of course, all our apps are free, and you can find direct links on our website at newmommymedia.com. Now, Sunny, our head mommy at New Mommy Media, is going to tell us all about some cool ways that you can become involved with the show. Okay, so we have a couple of segments I think you guys will like. Um, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about an app that we really like. And we want to hear from you guys as far as what apps do you guys use with your kiddos. We're kind of looking at the the age range between two and five. So if there's some apps that your kiddos just love, tell us about it. We'll talk about it on the show and we'll tell other parents about it. So that's a cool way you can get involved. Um, we have a fun segment that is called Parenting Oops, where we like like to share our funny parenting stories with our kiddos. Um, and then you can ask our experts questions, too. So it could be an expert from a previous episode, or we've got a whole group of experts on the website that are just waiting for um, you to ask them questions. That's what they do day in and day out. They just wait for your <laughs> questions. Forget the regular patients and stuff. They're just listening for you. Yes. Um, so anyways, if you want to submit to any of those segments, you can go to our website, to the contact link, and uh, submit via email, or you can post on Facebook. We're always checking that. And another way way if you want to actually tell your story yourself or ask the question yourself with your own voice you can call our voicemail which uh, the number for that is 619-866-4775 and what's great about that is no one's actually going to pick up that is strictly a voicemail (laughs) line so you don't have to like do you know deal with any weird awkward moments it's just you leaving the message and then we'll play that on a future episode 
Awesome. So many cool ways to connect and not have to really talk to Sunny. <laughs> That's right. right. If you're just like, I, I just don't want to talk to Sunny. That's a good way to do it. Great. All right. So today we've got a roundtable discussion. Uh, and so it's myself. Uh, I'm Jonner. I'm 41. I'm a dad of three boys. We have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. And we love playing games together. We do play board games together. Um, we sometimes play video games together as well and also do pretend play and uh, all sorts of stuff. Love playing together. Love having fun with them. All right, so I'm Sunny, um, owner of New Mommy Media, and I am 37, I believe. I believe. Uh, and um, I do have four kids of my own. My oldest is five, a boy, and a three-year-old boy, and then twin girls who are almost two. And I have to say, it's really my five-year-old that spurs the game nights with us. Um, we've tried to kind of instigate it on our own, but really, you know, my husband and I, we like playing games, but you know how life just kind of takes over. Over and there's so many things, other things that, you know, you think you need to be doing. But it's really our five-year-old that keeps us grounded and, and it's always bringing up different games. And we have a we have a game drawer that we pull stuff from and, you know, I can share later on in, in the episode about the different things we like to do. But, yeah, I, I have to give my five-year-old credit for it. He really keeps us on track. Nice. And it's hard to say no when they right, say you want to play you know, and, and then they're, he's learning and I'm like, oh, this has developmental yep. benefits. So, whatever. Hi, I am Alicia. I am a mom of four. I'm a huge game night fan. Even before I had children, I was always doing game nights with friends. I had the standing Friday night game night at my house for many years because I uh, just am a huge fan of these group games that gets everyone active and involved. Uh, my kids right now are 10 and 8. Those are girls and 6 and 3. That's my boys. And so I'm lucky because they're all at ages that they can play some games, but mm-hmm. they have all been playing games since the second they could. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think um, it, it should be a great conversation. And, you know, I loved playing games, too, even before we had kids. And it's interesting because I still have some games that are kind of on pause that yes. maybe we'll get back to in a few years. Yes. Oh, I pull but those out if the now. kids have gone to bed and people are over. <laughs> and you said you mentioned game drawer. Yeah. Our entire um, hallway wall closet is all games. And oh it's a goodness. mix of board games and uh, fun, like, big activity games. That's so awesome. we love it. That's great. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. Before we get started uh, with the conversation, we're going to talk about an app. uh, And it's actually a really fun app. It plays right into the theme of our show. Um, The app is called Heads Up Pictures, and it's from Warner Brothers, and it's 99 cents. And you guys may have heard of Heads Up. Um, There actually is a board game, Heads Up, as well, where you put cards up on the head, and it's got words on it. Oh, got it. Correct. And Heads Up. So it's the same sort of idea. That's right. Exactly. And so Heads Up is a little like that, except you use your device. Um, And Heads Up Pictures, what's really cool about it is it uses pictures and so it makes it accessible to a lot more people and people that can't read like toddlers for example that can recognize pictures but can't necessarily read the words this game's hilarious so what happens is um, we were just playing here in the studio, and we actually <laughs> will post a video of that as well because that's one of the built-in things. But you put the device on your head, a picture comes up, and then the other people in the room try to get you to guess what's on it, and you can't see it. You get it right, 
you tilt it forward. If you want to pass, you can put it backwards. But it records the whole time that they're talking to you. And so this is actually a really fun and funny thing and something that kids love, too, because uh, they love seeing themselves on camera. Exactly. Yeah. They love being recorded. So mm-hmm. this is perfect. So what did you guys think of it having played it? Oh, I loved it. I yeah. think it's perfect for kids. Kids see other people playing this game with the words and mm-hmm. they can't read it, but so they can't be involved. So the fact mm-hmm. that there's now a version that allows them to be involved is yeah. so exciting to them. Yeah. And anything that's made for them to access it is it makes it even more exciting. <laughs> totally. And then the videos are just icing on the cake. So it's a yeah. it's a ninety-nine cent app, and with that you get like five decks. Uh, one of them you can customize yourself, go around and take some some of your own pictures. Uh, but then you do have the option to buy additional decks uh, for 99 cents each. Uh, and so, I mean, it could add up. If you bought all the decks, you'd probably end up spending 10, 15 mm-hmm. bucks. But if you think about it, you'd spend that on a board game yes. easily. Yeah. I mean, easily. You'd, you'd be happy to spend that on a board yes. game. Um, yeah. Ooh, you got a $10 board game. So if you put it in context, um, it's not that bad. The app economy is so weird. You feel bad that it's 99 cents sometimes for each of those. But it's really a really great deal. And if some of them are topics that you really like, uh, then it's totally worth it. And you can also download one that lets you customize and build your own deck. So that's 99 cents. And then you can go around and with your toddlers, things that they recognize, their toys, maybe their action figures or things they like to play. Maybe the Octonauts. They're really into the Octonauts. So we love like, the Octonauts Yeah, exactly. House. So you get like a Barnacles awesome. and a Quasi. And they, they can name like the Gupax and the Gup D and all the oh different. Oh, wait. We are way too involved in right. this. I don't know. Get, then they're going to get more into the Octonauts. Anyway, just hypothetically speaking, right, about the Octonauts. Well, you and then I'd, you take it with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You so know, when you're waiting in line at the grocery store yep, or the department yep. store, then it's the hardest time for them to stay with you and behave, then they're distracted and they don't even yeah. notice the weight. <laughs> yeah. And what I loved about it is my my five-year-old has, um, like, he's been going to speech for a few years now. And what I love about this, too, is it kind of forces him to think on his feet, use his own words. And I kind of like the timer, too, because sometimes I'm like, okay, what are you trying to say? Spit it out kind of thing. And I feel <laughs> like this is actually could be a nice learning tool for yeah. him. He recognizes something. Then he's got to kind of make it very descriptive, okay, and try to, you know, get other people to guess what the item is. And I actually think it could really help him with his with his speech. Same with so. spouses too. Sometimes spouses need to <laughs> spit out the word. I wouldn't bit say that if I were you. Hypothetic, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, of course, not yours, right? <laughs> yeah, of, right. Course not. of course not. <laughs> anyway, it's a really cool app. We love it. Uh, Ninety nine cents. We'll have a link to it on the website. It's called Heads Up Pictures. Uh, definitely check it out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about family game night with our uh, roundtable here with me, Sunny, and Alicia. Welcome, everybody, to the conversation. Thank you. So what age uh, – you talked about your kids being able to play from the first second uh, that they could, Alicia. Like, what age would you say that they really were able to start playing games with your family? My oldest probably started around two. I remember – I think it was for her second birthday. She got one of those memory games. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit, at that age, I always change the rules. I'm not going to follow the instructions in the box. They can't They can't do that. So yeah. I adapt it to whatever their level is right then. And I remember with that memory game, what we would do is lay all of them out. And, you know, you start by picking two. And if they don't match, you put them down. Well, you could pick two. And 
whichever one, if they didn't match whichever one you wanted, you could leave up mm. and then put the other one down so that you pick two more and then hopefully get a match. And so she at least had a chance to get a match because the memory skills, of course, aren't there. But it did build her memory skills for later on, just even adjusting the, the rules a little bit definitely paid off. That's but. awesome. Yeah, memory I memory is such a great mm-hmm. early game. And it, I mean, it underscores, and, and you see it in a lot of things, that they're bra- these kids are really smart, mm-hmm. yeah. like, even at a very young age. And mm-hmm. even if they can't fully communicate and express it, uh, you can really see their brain development, how smart they are in a game like Memory, mm-hmm. where you see them remembering things and where objects are, even if you're tweaking the rules. And mm-hmm. she used to amaze me. It was she was into princesses, Disney princesses. So it was all princesses. And mm-hmm. there's there's only, you know, like six or whatever that come out on these games. And so they were different positions and stuff. And so she would pick two up and I would say, oh, you got two Cinderella's. And she'd say, oh, no, this Cinderella is not smiling. And this Cinderella is really happy. Like she would mm-hmm. notice those little differences between the two to know they didn't match, which was really good. That too. is awesome. That's really cool. So as we have started playing games, there's some games that I know that our families really liked. And one of them that's always a hit and continues to be, and it's cool because young kids can play, is Apples to Apples Picture Edition. They have, many of you might be familiar with Apples to Apples, where they have the words written out. And there's the adult spinoffs of certain games that are not (laughs) kid appropriate for family game night. Um, But uh, they have, and it's similar, I think, to to the Heads Up game that we talked about, the app, Apples to Apples Pictures. Uh, And so the way that that game works, I don't know if you've played... But there's a judge that's at the table, and so they have to judge a word like sad or hilarious or smart, and then everyone plays a picture card, and then the judge decides which one fits it. Mm -hmm. So even young kids can look at pictures if you tell them what the word is, and even if they play a crazy card – they still have a chance to win, mm-hmm. like the way yeah. that the game is set up. And but also when they're the judge, they love having the power. And then you get <laughs> to remember that they're the judge. And then what's my two and a half year old going to think is smart? Oh and yeah, can throw Good one. Point. And so um, I think having the older kids has had us expose some of our kids at a younger age to games. Yes. But that's been a really big success that we found has been able to work with young kids. Have you have you seen any more games like that that you guys are playing now? You know, a lot of the ones that we used were the typical young kid, the Candyland games Mm -hmm. where they learn Mm -hmm. um, shape or not shapes, but um, colors. Colors. Anything that they are learning something they get excited about. You know what they have now for Candyland is a spinner. Because the thing with Candyland is you see these freaking cards all over the place with like a double orange or they want to cheat. So they've come up with one that's a spinner now. Wow, I still have the old school one. I think the cards. In fact, I think I've themed ones. You know, I might have like the Disneyland version or something. But yeah. There is tons of dirt. Candyland is great though because it really is teaching some really easy counting. Right. But I feel like it also teaches cheating because the kids (laughs) – like because they want so bad to just like, you don't go a lot and I'm going to go three. Maybe it's just my kids but they go and so, but but you do have this line then where when you're playing with your kids and you talk about bending the rules is how much because you love them and they're the apple of your eye do you just be like yes sweetheart you can go eight oranges now and i'll go one or how much do you enforce the rules on them i'm pretty strict on rules actually not not necessarily like we were talking about earlier you know do you have to go with the rules that came with the game i'm not a big like mm-hmm. stickler on that mm-hmm. but whatever the rules are i feel yes. like if i start you know like set some sort of precedence that oh you don't need to follow the rules and that's going to somehow carry with them and then i'm never going to want to play games with them later <laughs> exactly right i was lucky because my first daughter was she is a complete rule follower like she yeah. gets 
anxiety if she's not doing what she thinks she's supposed to. However, my second daughter is the biggest cheater in the world and the worst <laughs> sore loser. And so I have one who's like following every rule and one who's like breaking every rule and trying to keep them working together in a game is, yeah. is very challenging. Yes. That. But that's one of the skills that the game teaches. <laughs> um, and I know for our family, for me, it's more about the playing is having fun. Mm-hmm. But there also mm-hmm. are lines of winning and losing mm-hmm. that board games can kind of start teaching. And they have to and learn. dealing with losing. And, you, and they have to. Mm-hmm. The kids have to learn how to accept defeat, how, that you're mm-hmm. not always going to win. But they want to win so bad. And there's been some epic tantrums, I know, in our house yes. from not winning. Yeah. My six-year-old, my son who just turned six, um, Battleship is big in our house. Mm-hmm. And he gets so upset if he is getting all of these you know, hits on ships and then someone wins because they sink just his Battleship. And he just thinks that's so unfair <laughs> that you only have to sink one of his. Wait, is that a rule? Apparently so. I never knew this wait, I until never... recently. <laughs> okay. I don't know the game. Okay, You're wait. Is own. that a rule that you can just sink the battleship? From and... what I learned recently, yes. If you just sink the battleship, then you've won the game. Oh, that's crazy. Yes. I always thought it was you had to sink the whole fleet. So did I. Interesting <laughs> twist to the game. That would frustrate me too. So yes, he goes crazy because he's like, I'm hitting all of these ships of yours and I'm not winning and you've yeah. got one of mine. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, before we talk about a few more games, let's talk about keys to a successful family game night and what it looks like maybe in your guys' house. Have you guys done it a little bit with Sayer? Yeah, no, we've done it. And we've tried to incorporate Urban, my three-year-old, as well. But we have to do it after the babies are in bed. Or Step one, get the twins out of the picture. <laughs> get the twins out of the picture. <laughs> At least until they're older. Yeah, right. they need to be in bed. Um, but yeah, so, um, and they're both, you know, Sayer is definitely more interested in games. Yeah. And Urban is at the age where he just wants to do whatever his brother does. So, right. um, But I don't know, what really constitutes for a family game night? I mean, we'll play a couple games. I don't know if I would consider, like, we don't have a regular day that we do it or anything like that. Yeah. It's more just... I think it's any time that the whole family is willing to put aside yeah. any of the other stupid stuff that family stuff that they're dealing right. with or stupid like work, <laughs> like work, stupid work, stupid work. <laughs> um, but put aside all these other concerns, yeah. put aside volunteering in the classroom mm-hmm. or whatever and say, we're all just going to sit, focus and enjoy the time with each other and play. And to me, that's what family game night means. Yeah. And I don't think it can necessarily be a certain day of the week when you have a family. It's just yeah. whenever the opportunity presents itself it's like hey wait we have a few hours yes. let's not watch a movie which a lot of people do let's pull out the games right. and see what we can get done right. and i know my kids even from very small we had um, scrabble junior mm-hmm. which has one side of the board where the letters are on the board and so what they do is they find the letters in their little group and they can put it on the board so they don't have to be able to spell to, spa- see, to play yeah. scrabble junior you can flip the board and then it's empty but ah. on the one side and i just remembered another one that my kids love is called sequence which you can play from a very young age because it's all picture-based. And you get um, – it's kind of like Connect Four, but okay. it's uh, pictures of animals. And as you play your cards, you get to put tokens on those animals. And your strategy is to to get – I believe it's like a Connect Four. But And the reason I don't know too much about it is my kids play with it just themselves, which is so nice oh, to have nice. a game that they can do on their yeah. own without parent involvement yeah. um, because then it's building – team building for them. And I do know that's a really popular one in, in our house. Nice. For us, uh, what'll happen a lot? I mean, the kids will sometimes usually, if they do play it by themselves, then they never pick it up, and then there's lost pieces and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but so when we're playing as a family, we we like to play at the uh, dining room table, the table where we eat. Everything's nice and clean. Sometimes we'll even like do the bedtime routine, like with the take baths or showers and put on pajamas and stuff, mm-hmm. get nice and comfy and cozy. And that's how you bribe them too. <laughs> Say if everybody does their baths yes. really yeah. fast, we'll do game night. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And they'll go pretty fast. And then usually it's good. I mean, it'll be after we eat, but full tummies, 
You know, everyone's either ready for bed but excited to play. And we'll maybe do snacks and stuff mm-hmm. too. Obviously not crazy sugary snacks. Um, but uh, maybe make some popcorn or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think each time – and maybe this is a problem, but each time we do play a game, we try to like make it like it's a really cool special time as opposed to just doing it on the side. And I can see the benefits of doing both. But for family game night, we really try to – Make it special. So do you have specific nights you do it or no? You don't? No. No. What we do is we have every Friday night is sort of supposed to be family night. And usually it's like pizza and movie night. Okay. Uh, But that can change. That can also be pizza and family game night. Okay. Sort of option. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes things come up on a Friday night too. Right. That's the nature of the evolving. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, But uh, what other tips do you guys have for like a family game night? Like turning off the TV or? Yes. Well, our TV tends to be off. All the time. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes like Ninjago is just playing in the background. Put away the phone for sure. Oh, yeah. And really yeah. just be able to focus on everything for family game night. I think that's it. And I think I probably tend to do opposite rather than make it a big deal. Yeah. I kind of make it like a normal thing. Like mm-hmm. um, we want the the family time and those kind of times to just kind of be part of life Organic rather than, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah. And so it's, like I said, if the opportunity arises and we're like, Hey, wait a second, we're done with everything. Yeah. Let's like you said, get baths done and then let's play some games. And they're so excited. And it happens so infrequently with, especially large families when you're everywhere all the time, mm-hmm. it happens so infrequently that it's, it means a lot to them, even if it's not something that they, we planned and they looked forward yeah. to for a few days. So, and for weeks they'll talk about it. Like, when are we going to do the next fam- game? Right. Night? When are we going to yeah. do the next game? games with the kids and that's really great the only the only thing i struggle with is they pretty much do it every night (laughs) and then i'm left with like you know after we do it for a while then i'm just like oh they're totally gonna expect this you know all the time and so then i feel like there's that anticipation and then after my parents leave i'm like sorry guys i'm going back to my regular life i always have like this downer like but they're good at keeping things in boxes and so the problem is every time your parents come they're going to expect that from them exactly (laughs) maybe not expect it from you but i think that's one of the cool things about games it's a great way especially if your grandparents are out of town Mm -hmm. it's a really cool way to be participating in an activity that everyone's engaging in right and you get to see everyone's personalities and especially with out-of-town grandparents yes they're different kids every time they come it's true um and so to be able to play games and it's really cool that they like to play that mm-hmm. um it's a really good way to be connecting and not just being next to each other and watching a movie but right, instead act right. and, and i mean it, it without fail every time that we'll play a game together one of our kids will say something or do something that just cracks right us up. and then it becomes mm-hmm. like an inside joke yeah right? and but- it's just it, it's making family traditions and, and it's great um <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some more specific games after the break. We'll take a quick break here uh, and then come back and talk about some game, some more recommendations of games that you can play as a family. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about family game night and some cool games and activities to play with your family. Uh, so 
Let's talk about some more games that are fun to play. Uh, we've got this one game. I think we got it as a present, and I would totally recommend it. Um, and it's called Find the Sock Monkey. Have you guys heard of it? <laughs> I have no. heard of it. It's So what it is, it's a game that comes with a little, a, a tiny sock monkey, kind of stuffy. And the, the board is the house, okay. the whole house that you're in. So one player goes and hides the sock monkey in any room in the house. And the only rule is it has to be visible. It can't be totally hidden. So if you're going to put it in like a drawer, the drawer would have to be open a little bit. And you can see the sock (laughs) monkey, right? It's super fun because then when it's your turn, you turn over a card and it's a question like, is it in a room with a couch? And so you're asking the hider like, okay, is it a room with a couch? No. Is it a room with a bed? Is it a room with a mirror? Is it a room with a window? And then you start narrowing down where it might be, the yeses and the noes. And then there's a timer of like a minute. So when it, it, okay, you have a minute to go find the sock monkey based on what you know. And then the kids are running through the house and trying to find the sock monkey. Uh, And then it's a neat game because we like it because it's sort of, it's active Mm -hmm. and it's playing a game and gets the kids running around the house. So whoever finds the sock monkey gets to hide it? Yes. Then they're the one that gets to hide it next and then it goes back and then there's like the cards and stuff like that. That's a cool game that you can play with. The, the only trick is you, the younger kids sometimes need a helper to hide it mm-hmm. because yeah. they don't remember all the details about the room. <laughs> or they might be like, it, like, is it a room with a bed? No, silly. It's in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> right. But, but then the, those are the kind of things you roll with. Right, right. Um, what are some other games that you guys can think of that you like? We have a game um, that's called Left, Right, Center. Have you guys Mm-mm. heard of this? What I love about it is it's so portable and it's such an easy game to play. And especially if your kids are of the age where you're trying to teach them directional type stuff, it works really well. Um, but it's a dice game and then it has like those little chips, like if you had like a bingo game or something like that, little round chips that mm-hmm. come with it. Um, ours came in like, well, we have a couple different versions of it, but it, one came in like a, a small little rectangle box that's no bigger than like a jewelry box kind of thing. And another one came in like, a little tube. Uh, regardless, it's really portable. And so the dice, there's three dice, and um, on all sides, it could have an L, an R, or a C, so for left, right, mm-hmm. or center. And so you roll the dice, and everyone starts with three chips um, in front of them, and you roll the dice, and if it says, you know, if you've got three dice, so if one says left, one says right, one says center, well, then you pass one of your chips to the left, to the person to the left of you, one okay. to the right, and then one goes in the center kind of like a center pot okay and you go around the room and you keep doing this and the goal is is that sooner or later it's going to come to a point where there's tons of chips in the center there's only a couple people that are left right and um the goal is to be the last one standing with you know the last one with chips with chips standing Mm. and it has taught both my kids to do their directions, like left and right, That's stuff amazing. that I still yeah. struggle with. Right. They're like, Mom, let's do your left. And this is my five-year-old. I'm like, wait, I write with my right hand. Okay, left. I, get it. <laughs> like, I still struggle with it, but he loves playing it. So That's awesome. They may be gamblers someday, rolling the <laughs> dice right. and going Roll to it. Vegas. <laughs> Give me a hard C. <laughs> right. hard C. Yeah. But it's fun. They love it. Nice. I would say the favorite at our house is Pictionary still, okay. which has been out for what, 30, 35 years, something like that. It's one of my favorites, definitely a favorite among my kids. And so what happens with the, well, my three-year-old doesn't get into this so much, but my um, six-year-old has been playing it for a while. And what happens is because you're on teams, you're able to have someone who can tell the non-reader what the word is. And we adjust, of course, if it's a word that they can't do. And we have the Pictionary Junior version. Mm-hmm. 
But even so, if it's something that's more than what he can handle, we just, you know, pick a different word on the card or something like that to do. Um, with my three-year-old is headbands, definitely. He's been playing it since before he was two. Uh, he was probably one and a half when we got it. All of us get involved. Grandparents get involved. Everybody can play headbands. I swear there must be 50 of those bands in the thing to <laughs> make it as big as possible. But yeah. And again, when it's my youngest turn, so one of the other kids sits with them and um, gives them ideas of the questions off the question card. And sometimes they go right down and sometimes they'll ask him other questions or they'll ask leading questions. Like they'll say, oh, ask them this. And it really pinpoints who his character is. But which is very cool because you have an older sibling helping a younger sibling instead of competing with them. Right. And so that we play a lot. And then the other one, my daughter, my oldest, got the Disneyland Monopoly that when you open it up, the castle pops up. It's humongous. Yeah. And everything around it is based on Disneyland. And of course, because kids love Disneyland. Um, But we we adjust the rules so much on that. Like we pass out all the cards and everything. But the little one, as long as he's rolling the dice and moving his little thing, that's all he cares about. He doesn't care about the money part of it or anything. So he that's his part. Everybody else does the actual money exchanging and things like that. My son that just turned six has been handling the money for, I don't know, over six months, which is a great tool for him to have. And the little guy just rolls the dice and moves his little thing and then (laughs) someone else's turn. So like I said, I just adjust the rules for whoever's playing. (laughs) One of the games that we've been able to play with even like two-year-olds is Hullabaloo. Have you guys played Hullabaloo? (laughs) Not the musician, but this is one they're these portable little um, mats. There's there's like red triangles and yellow squares, and they all have like an image on it. Maybe it's like spaghetti or a musical instrument. Uh, and there's probably about 15 to 20 of these things that you scatter around whatever room you're playing in. And there's like a, a speaker deck, and it's like, hello, everybody. And it like it's like a recorded voice. Time to play hullabaloo. Everyone stand on a yellow pad. And so you, there's be four yellow pads, and okay. everyone goes. Everyone go to a musical instrument, and you're looking at what the pictures are. It's got the pictures and the words. And then there might be silly things like slither like a snake to a green one. Oh, my gosh. And then it'll end up on one of the shapes or the things, and like – all right, is anybody on the guitar? And then if the guitar is like, you win, do a dance. <laughs> and then it goes into a new one. And it's one of those where they're just verbal instructions. It's a little game after game. And it's a really, really fun game, especially even for young kids. Sounds like um, it. It's called Hullabaloo. That's a fun one. We've also been able to really enjoy playing with young kids, a game called Picture Charades. And yes. I mean, obviously, um, but you have to get like a special deck yes. or do a lot of preparation. A lot of times you can play charades yourself just writing out words, but kids mm-hmm. can't read and we're probably not that good artists. Yes. Maybe you guys are playing. And the deck's only like a dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I found so it you for, can, in the dollar bin. <laughs> and it's pictures that kids can understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that we have um, has three categories. I think it's an object, an animal, or an action. Now, one of the hilarious things about th- this is seeing the young kids, even like – as young as like the three-year-old, but even like the six-year-old or the eight-year-old sometimes does it. Like if the clue is a table, mm-hmm. like they'll just be like, yes. okay, ready? <laughs> yes. Go. Look at this. And they'll just, they'll, no, no, they'll just, yes. they'll like get on the ground and not move Yes, and just be like, do you guys know what I am? Do you guys know what I am? And because they so to them, they're being a table. <laughs> yes. And then like you have to end up sort of like teaching them like, well, let's, what would people do with the yes. table? But they're like- I'm a bathtub. Why can't you see I'm just sitting here being a bathtub or like an animal? They'll be like sitting there. I'm a frog, you know? Um, but it's super cute. And That's it's one of those things that like you guys are laughing now. Imagine doing it. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious and 
so much fun to play picture charades with kids. And even super young kids can do it. Like they can pretend they're swimming or like flying like a bee. But there's some really funny parts too. As soon as you mentioned the game, the first thing I thought of was my oldest when she was being a tree, just standing there, like in the tree. But my youngest, my three-year-old, every card he gets, it's like a dance. Like everything is the same thing. He's like, look, now I'm a tiger dancing around in the same dance. Oh, look, now I'm the television. (laughs) You just have to be very creative with your guesses. (laughs) And you can usually narrow them down too. But they get so excited. I mean, and they will wait their turn. Sometimes there will be a little arguing, but they get really excited about it. Um, We've also played Jenga with the kids, even like really young. Um, And obviously the younger ones. But, you know, just the whole idea of just taking something, we can help them put it on the top. Uh, even that can can go really, really young. Uh, and they think it's hilarious when it falls down. And even aside from really, really young, it's great. As soon as they're like around four, mm-hmm. it's great for them to have that strategy thinking. And, yeah. and it's most games, they, they can't do that. They're too mature for them. And right. So right. Jenga is perfect from, hmm. from a young age. Yeah. So how do you – do you have any other games you were thinking of, Sunny? Oh, you know, we don't have it on the list, but um, it kind of goes along, um, I guess, with puzzle. I don't card games. We do card games oh, with cool. the kids. Yeah. Um, we love Old Maid. I know that's so old school, but, like, they've come out with some pretty funny Old Maid cards. <laughs> so, um, but that's good for matching, you know, and, 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 you know, stuff like that. And then and also trying to work on your kid's poker face because it's just so hysterical. <laughs> when my, one of my kids gets the Old Maid and is like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously? Yeah. <laughs> when he's so just kind of like looking and smiling, and you know that he got it anyway. Um, so yeah, and we've, we've Uno's a hit like for that. us too. Uno, like, yeah, Uno's oh, always, yeah. Uno's big the, in the our house. Weirdest thing about Uno is they have all these weird Uno decks now yes. that yes. are like yeah. somehow we got Batman Uno, and you're like, <laughs> wait, what card is this? Like, what's going on? And there's like a different wild card. So we ended up going back to just get like we just want normal Uno. Yes. Like, yeah. So I know, and especially for like the young kids, I would get that. Maybe maybe the Batman deck or the Superman deck would excite them, but yeah. try to play normal Uno because yeah. then it really helps with the colors and the numbers. Yes. yes. And Uno is so popular at my house. We actually have two put together as one because my kids oh, we thought, did it too. yeah, they didn't oh, like yeah. they're going through. My girls can play that forever. But uh-huh. like you said, uh, card games are yeah. really popular. And one thing that I've noticed, the, the older kids will play the older games, but they get the younger one involved by playing war. And then he's they learning. Oh, yeah. They take out the face cards okay. so he doesn't have to try and figure that out. They leave the aces. Yeah. But then they're showing him like, oh, no, see, this has nine. So that's more than this one that has four. Mm-hmm. So he's only three that's years great. old and he's learning yep. more yeah. versus less, which yeah. they did that on their own. I watched him one day and I was like, I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> this, is, this is what you dream of as a parent. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, war is another good one. So we've talked a lot about board games, though, and buying things. But there are other games I know that we play and um, maybe you guys, too, that don't involve buying board games and stuff like that. Uh, and so Family Game Night doesn't have to be about hey, I just spent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10 bucks on this app or 25 mm-hmm. bucks on this game. And certainly they're fun. And I mean, if you can hear like the laughter that we're yeah. talking about thinking mm-hmm. about playing these games. But there's some other ideas that we are, I'm happy to share. We did this the other night after dinner. And so I would say maybe this doesn't fall in the family game night. But I think if we did it for family game night, the kids would love it. The, uh, if you put your if you give you like a thumbs up with one hand and a thumbs down with the other hand and you kind of put them together and grab the thumbs it's like uh, you've got like two fists on top of each other and you don't know whether you're going to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And so then we just go around the table and we'll ask questions like who had a fun day at school today? Or like who wants to go to Legoland? Like thumbs up, thumbs down. One, two, three, thumbs yeah. up. 
or who likes polar bears? Thumbs up or thumbs down. And you go around and everyone gets a turn to ask a question and you keep going. And usually some hilarious stuff's going to happen. And that doesn't cost any money. Um, I like that. Like did a, you make that up? I, we did make that That's up. That's so cool. <laughs> we should brand that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Sorry. This is our first use right here. If you're trying right. to you're steal that idea. Copyright people. Um, another game that we'll play is like a story game. Yeah. And we do it now with just, we'll like go around a table and everyone says like one word. Like if we were going to do it here, I would say like the. Oh, we do sentences. Like, yeah, you fish. can do sentences. The fish. Eight. Some. Eggs. Eggs. Exactly. And then you go and, <laughs> right? And then that's another like really fun thing that you can do, go around. And you can also do it with sentences, right? Yes. The fish yeah. Eight some eggs. The kids love that because they try and trick each other. They give them a really random sentence right. to follow. Yeah. And so, of course, the my three year old, they'll be on a theme, and they'll you know be talking about fish eating something, and he'll say, "The gorilla jumped." <laughs> so then they have to take it that way. Yeah. yeah, he changed it, but it's we love that game. It's so fun. Yeah, it's it's really fun just to sort of get the imagination going. Um, and then there's the classic I spy. I think a lot of people oh, have yes. done that, especially with their really young kids, is spying something in the room that's a certain color. It's really fun. And then they change it twelve times because they don't want you to guess. <laughs> <Right. that. laughs> Like, no, you got to keep the same one. Yeah. Like you're naming everything black in the room because – and the other thing I've taught my kids is not to look at what they want you to, to say. Because right. they'll, yeah. you know, they'll look at the, the picture on the wall and say, I spy something blue while looking right at it. <laughs> so, of course, the older kid's like, oh, that picture. And the little kid's like, oh. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> yeah. And then there's puzzles too. But, I mean, I guess puzzles do cost a little bit of money. But puzzles are another great way to just even connect even with young kids about – having them put together the pieces and, you know, finding the line between how much do you want to help them. This is especially, I think, for families that just have younger kids mm -hmm. that yeah. don't have like all of them. But, you know, if you're able to sit around and have puzzles being worked on. And I think that's a good alternative. If you have time to do game night, consider some of those game nights being puzzle nights. Instead. Yeah, we do totally. that. And one thing, one rule I have is even for the harder puzzles, the more challenging puzzles for them, um, I'll never put it together. I'll prompt them as to, oh, what, do you, what does this look like it goes with? Or if there's a face, let's find the rest of the face and then right. still let them do it, um, which I'm pretty much doing it for them without actually putting it together. But them just putting it together makes a big difference. I think it took about four years. If we start, So let's say I started doing puzzles with Quinter about when he was two. By the time he was six and I saw him like do the edges first of a puzzle, I was like, finally, <laughs> like the advice comes through. So right. for those of you that do puzzles with young kids, like it'll eventually get through. I imagine that's parenting <laughs> yeah. in general. Eventually they're going to hear what you said, yes. and but probably not right Cross away. Your fingers. And probably not show you that they're listening. <laughs> yeah, never admit it. <laughs> right. But I have to say charades is a, an easy one to do without buying anything. It's true. We go If we're out somewhere and we end up having some downtime, then I just whisper, and I don't even play it. I whisper in their ear what they should do and just them playing among themselves keeps them occupied sure. and they love it especially if you're the most recent time we did i was visiting my aunt who's 99 years old at her home and so we're sitting in the living room and there's not much to do in a house like that and so i i said let's do that and so she had a great time watching them play this even though you know it was a little active mm -hmm. um, and they had a great time one showing her how they play and two playing with each other so you never you don't have to have a board game there to do anything right yeah, I think that's. A, I think family game night can be a lot of things, is what we've learned here. It mm -hmm. can be a special night, like sometimes we set it up. But even as I was saying it, it doesn't have to even be special. It can be when you guys have the time, mm -hmm. find some fun ways to engage. And I think there's a lot of board games. Is there any guys you guys can think of we can throw in here? Um, Another board game? Yeah. Twister is still huge. Our is house. it really? Yeah. From <laughs> oldest down to youngest, they love Twister. Nice. That's awesome. Yes. I don't know if we played that with our kids. 
Even it's the young, and fun. I could see that really young kids could do that too. Oh yeah, easily. And if if they get tired of trying to reach everything, they spin. They love being the spinner. But mm-hmm. the kids really love mom and dad on the twister board oh, with yeah. them. That's <laughs> the main <laughs> thing about it's it. Hysterical. You can't just lay it out and make them do it. You right. have to. Yeah, involved, you do definitely that's have what to makes participate it. and get involved. Yes. Um, but even if it's not board games, there's also all sorts of fun ideas. And if you you can invent your own games too, and whatever works for your family, just like you did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> with the thumbs up, thumbs down. The thumbs up, thumbs down game. Exactly. <laughs> and for uh, some families, video games. Games are very important, yeah. like it's a true. big part of their life. And so family game night includes video games. Yeah, and I mean, and that's something that I think we're actually going to dig into this in a future episode. But you can play video games together. Yeah. Um, there's there's different kinds. They don't have to be beat em up, shoot em up. And they make all sorts of different games. But even um, some games are like a story or an adventure game that you are kind of making choices together and solving puzzles. And you can legitimately play games together and enjoy it. Those are games mm-hmm. that we try to seek out too. But that's a whole other I have to say, I know lots of moms who would never play a video game. However, when they got the Wii, I think it mm-hmm. is, and there's so many interactive games, yeah. the sports games, the dance games, it's the all of a sudden these example. moms were spending Friday nights playing with their kids yeah. on those things where before the kids would have been playing video games. And so. the truth is the kids love it. You're meeting oh, them yes. kind of on their turf. Yes. They're the ones. They 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 love that as well. So, I, so don't rule that out by any means. Yeah. So hopefully you guys got some ideas from this episode. Thank you, Alicia and Sunny, for the conversation. Thanks to everyone that's been listening. For more information about this episode, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. The conversation is going to continue afterwards, though, for members of our Parent Savers Club. After the show, we'll reminisce about games we really liked playing as kids. For more information about the Parent Savers Club, visit the members portion of our website. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Question from our listeners from Twitter. Blair from Canada asks, what do toddlers about two years old drink besides milk and water? I'm afraid to get into the realm of juice, but maybe it's not as bad as I think. Hi, this is Dr. Frederick Johnson calling in. Blair, juices aren't so bad. The problem with juices are generally that uh, they're high in sugar and kids tend to get too much of them because they're sweet. What might be a reasonable alternative if you want is you can make a baby smoothie which uh, would include things like yogurt, fresh fruit, blend it up and see if your toddler would like that. But otherwise, juice isn't so bad, but you probably only need about six to eight ounces in a day, if that much. So hope that answers all your questions, and I'll talk to everyone later. Bye-bye. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, and Twin Talks from Parents of Multiples, and our newest show, Newbies. It's going to be weird when that's not the newest show. Because it just makes sense. <laughs> that, Old bees. Well, newbies, yeah. Newbies will always have to be the newest one. But that's for uh, those that are going through it for the first time. Thanks again for listening. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. 
While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.